0: Hi! Oh, hi! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm in a weird mood. I'm on a fart chair. So are you.
1: What do you mean on a fart chair? We're on the weird, like leathery ones. That's not. No one can hear that. Okay. No one. You had to do such weird (laughs) things then to make that chair fart. Like Josie was literally like sliding (laughs) down the chair slowly, pushing her ass into the chair to make it make a noise.
0: I just usually use the other chair. Now
1: I'm paranoid. Now she's being high maintenance. If you guys, got, we've gotten to this point, guys. Yeah. She's at the point where she needs the special chair. I need
0: my own personal podcast chair. If
1: I don't have my personal podcast chair,
0: <sighs> then I'm not doing it. I can't work under these conditions, Melissa. <laughs> I can't. It um, takes a lot of effort <laughs> to do this podcast. To
1: sit here and listen to you talk. We're laughing about that because I researched today, as Yay, I always do. Classic big male areas there. Big male. To be fair, mm. we've got some bad news which yeah, we should, should tell you. You break, you break it because you're the most incensed. <sighs> okay.
0: So we did a live show, as you guys know, and we've been talking about it ever since because we were really excited and people in the group had been and they were talking about jokes from it and people asked, hey, is that going to be live and we, on on the show? And we said, yep, we're going to upload it. Basically, we got the files back from the venue and half of the – podcast, half of the episode didn't actually record. The file was corrupted. And And was the half, the bigger half. The first half, my story, the bigger half, which then makes the second half not make a lot of sense. It doesn't make any sense. And I talked for like a hundred years and Mel talked for a very brief amount of time and it was mel's recording that actually worked so we're not going to be able to post the live episode which is really devastating because i'm so upset
1: it, we were really fucking funny it was we really funny
0: on our game we were like amy schumer and amy schumer what's another female comedian
1: amy schumer and also another amy schumer well, two, two, two amy, amy schumers Shumers up there and two, just these two <laughs> the two amy schumers of australia Yeah. just tina fey there's one Amy Poehler. I had other oh, ones Amy in my head. Polar, I just thought it was funnier Tina if it was a. these two Amy Schumers.
0: Two Amy Schumers up there just <laughs> riffing. Um, we were funny and it was fun and we had funny
1: jokes yeah.
0: that people have been saying. Like, no one's going to know what a sex carpet is now. No.
1: It's like, ugh, I'm really sad about it. Sex carpet was pretty great. And there's things where I don't even remember because I know. I don't I was even so remember half of it.
0: We were very anxious, anxious and, and anxious.
1: drunk. <laughs> It's so funny because listening to the second bit that didn't really work, but you can hear how drunk I am. I'm like, oh my guys. it's like, I'm like on a bottle line. I'm fine. I'm so excited today. It's like everything's just meshed into one yeah, word. Yeah, one long
0: syllable. <laughs> long word. Oh,
1: Anyway, it's really sad, but yeah, so we can't, so, but instead, very exciting news that we're going to tell you, but we don't actually 100% know how we're going to do this yet, but... We're going to do a live episode. A Facebook live episode. A Facebook live finale episode of this season. Yes. So we've added an extra episode. Yeah. And the reason we've done that is because I really wanted to do this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want my episode to be pilfered mm. by a live episode. Um, so you're getting 21 episodes this season. But Yay. the 21st episode will be this little fun videoed live thing. Yes. We'll also we'll record drinking. it. We'll make sure it we records. Will. So it'll also go yeah. up
0: on your podcast providers. But you can also – we'll give you plenty of notice. Yeah. But you can go on the Facebook group, Aussie Mystery Hour yeah. on Facebook. So if you're not already a member of that, because we know how many of you are listening to this podcast and we know how many people are in the group. Yes. And there's a lot of people that aren't in the group. There's a, there's a so distinction. So join the group and then we'll put the video there mm-hmm. and it will be live. And it'll be at night time. So, you guys will be home. You can go home, have a shower, Put order. Put your gym jams on. Yeah, gym jams on. Your thick Feet socks. Your really daggy socks that no oh, one knows with about. With a hole in the toe. Yeah.
1: And then you sewn it up a little bit, but a little bit still sticks out. Yeah.
0: Your favorite socks.
1: And the, your trackies with your, your pizza comfy, stains yeah, on them your already. Your pants. And then. Take your makeup off. Don't cook. Order
0: like Deliveroo yeah. Uber Eats. Yeah. We're going to.
1: We're going to order every fucking fast. We're going to have pizza. We're yes. going to have. Yes. We're going to have pizza. Like shit pizza. Like not but, like. Yes, I know. What not you mean. fancy fucking Italian pizza. Like no. Pizza Hut shit.
0: Yeah, I want. Remember when we got Pizza Hut at my house when we watched Game of Thrones? Yes. That was the <sighs> best day ever. That was the best day ever.
1: <laughs> we're going to have Pizza pizza. We're going to. Or Domino's. Don't care. Either or.
0: If anyone wants to send us free Domino's or free Pizza I just hut. called
1: <laughs> you shit. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know what I mean. I meant it in an endearing way. Yeah, guys. we love
0: you. For your shitness.
1: It's like I'm foregoing yeah. the fancy shit because I want this OG, yeah, really no like shit. Thick crust. Thick crust. The pepperoni. Like anyone from the age of five and upward could make it in the, yeah, shop. In the don't shop. Don't know. Probably Just are.
0: Throwing, <laughs> the throwing pepperoni. Throwing stuff
1: on there. <laughs> Just absolutely throwing it. Yeah. And then throwing some at their friends. Yeah. And then throwing more on the pizza. Yeah. You don't know if some of the pe- stuff that hit the friend hit the pizza, but that's Probably okay. It's fine.
0: It all gets cooked. All the it's bacteria all goes.
1: Bacteria goes <laughs> when you cook things. That's the facts. That's absolutely the facts, guys. Yeah. That's, that's coming from a scientist over here.
0: Yeah. You, um, can,
1: you can live your life by that. So
0: we'll be eating the bacteria pizza
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and we'll be doing a live episode. And you can watch it live. Yes. You can see us. You can see us. If you want to see us. Real time. Some of you want to see us, which weird flex, but I'm not judging. Yeah.
1: I mean, we don't, we're not going to look great. No. I'm not going to try particularly hard, but you know, Mm. I'm happy for you to look at my face. Because
0: right now my pants are undone. Yeah. And I didn't brush my hair today.
1: Yes. And I have mascara that's trailed down (laughs) under my eyes and I don't have any lipstick on and I have no lips without lipstick, so... (laughs) I'm just saying don't expect too much don't from us Don't expect But you can watch us Great things Yes That's um, kind
0: of the tagline of this podcast really <laughs> Don't expect Since great the get-go, things
1: get-go <laughs> all we've said is It could be anything Yep You don't know what to get And we're not really going to try to our absolute highest potential But we'll no. give a good crack at it
0: <laughs> Like a decent crack
1: Aussie mystery hour Who cares <laughs> Yes! Exclamation mark. Um, I did want to like cement a story Mm. from the group Mm. forever into the podcast because it was basically somebody else in the group had posted saying that they'd had a mystery poo after our. I know we're not going to talk about poo forever, guys. This is like the last kind of mention of poo, okay?
0: Mm, I don't know about that. I mean,
1: not the last (laughs) ever, but like it's going to fade out a little bit. Like there'll be significantly less mentions of poo after now. Yes, probably.
0: It's just trending right now. The poo
1: mystery is still hanging around. And this person was like, (laughs) there was a poo mystery in my house. Um, And basically, there was a rogue poo. And Mm. she was like, it might have been my child Mm. after the bath. Yeah. And then that reminded me of a time when I was (laughs) a nanny. (laughs) Mm. And so, a way that people train kids to toilet train is that they'll just like not put undies on them or or pants so that they learn to they can't just
0: do it anyway yeah, like
1: once they learn that's not do fun. it in the toilet then yep. it's like that's the know, only place we do it if they've got undies on they're more likely to do it in the undies yeah. it feels like a nappy or whatever yeah. so this little boy Michael that I used to babysit this is a million years ago he probably is old enough to listen to this podcast which is disturbing um he, oh, to <laughs> he's probably gonna be like hang on a minute that's me that, this <laughs> horrific story is about me yes. so he uh, – yeah, he was like one and a half or something, whatever age it was. I don't know. Can't remember. And I had to leave him with his undies off to run around. Mm. And, like, I'd never seen him do a poo. He'd done wheeze before, yeah. just on the floor, but never, like, a God. poo. Babies but it's very like weird. They I are like animals. Babies are like animals. Animals are like babies. It's – There That's isn't gross. much differentiation besides the fact that you're, you're legally allowed to leave your animal at home. Yes. As a child. That's true. But he basically um, – I don't know, like, but he had this like book corner yep. that was off to the side of the lounge room, like it was like yep. a bookshelf the concealed little, behind it, yep, and then the the there little was, like a toy area. box behind yeah. that. So it was like a tiny little nook that he yeah. could go into. It was really cute, and he was just like I was cooking dinner, doing whatever. He was like being quiet, which normally you should be concerned about, yes. but I wasn't because I could see he was in the nook. Yeah, uh, and then like you know life goes on. I just, you know, feed him. Everything's fine. Anyway, the next week I come back to work and I get sat down by the parents and they're like, ah, look, so we really need to uh, be vigilant (laughs) about Michael's stray poos because (laughs) we found one in the nook. Oh. And uh, it, it was quite old.
0: Oh no! And
1: We think it must have happened on your watch. And I was <laughs> like, I was literally like, "Are we actually having this conversation? Oh, like, am I getting God. in trouble for a stray poo? Yeah, right now?
0: for a bodily function coming from a one-year-old in child. the milk
1: as well? In the and they, there was no proof that it was yeah. on my watch. It yeah. probably was. Did they
0: take it to that same testing facility <laughs> yes. from the Bay poo episode? How old determine. is this? Is it human? Was it Michael or was it fucking Fido the dog that snuck <laughs> into the nook and snapped one off? You know, oh, how God. do they know?
1: I know, you don't. And they just blamed me. I bet you anything it was like on the dad's watch and he's yeah. like throwing the of nanny course, under the bus.
0: Because blanket statement, dads suck. Mm-hmm. They're useless. Absolute blanket I love statement. I love them.
1: I they're um, terrible. No joke, Mum. So, my dad's retired now and that means like he's always around, like a bad smell, like an endearing bad smell. But mm. it's very funny because he wasn't always around and yes, now he is.
0: now he's very present.
1: Yeah, and he does like favours for mum. <laughs> and so, the other day mum's like, oh, like can you go down the road and buy natural yoghurt? This is the brand. Make yep. sure it's natural, like yep. natural flavour. Yes. Um. It was buy two packs of muesli, buy a packet of cherry tomatoes and... Buy um, two tubs of Western star butter or whatever. Yeah, organic spreadable. Yeah, right. Dad comes oh home. God. He gets some usually, right? Okay. Gets the cherry tomatoes. Right. Pulls Good. out two sticks of butter, <laughs> like fucking like sticks, <laughs> like you're gonna cooking, cook like a cake. Bake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he eats this butter every goddamn oh, day. Just think. I just think. What in what world would your wife need? Sticks of butter. Yeah. When she said tub, clearly. And to like, you. what is going, what, what are you thinking that she's going to do with it? Anyway, that was funny. Then Uh-oh. he bought vanilla yogurt. Of course he did. Yeah. Because he was like, <laughs> oh, but it's like the, the container's the same. No, anyway, but
0: then so. that's tastes sweet. And what if she needed it for a savory dish? Yes. Like you've just fucked that up.
1: Oh, completely. If, it was so you know, funny. I
0: can't trust you to do it. I may as well do it myself.
1: This is mum. That's mum's motto of life, yeah, I think.
0: That I'm a bit like that. Mm. Look, that was a mean blanket statement because I had my parents were divorced, so my dad had to be pretty capable. Yeah. And he was. But, like, you know, dads just have that kind of,
1: uh, yeah, air about them. I don't know. They're like, look, the the pasta goes into the sauce. (laughs) Yeah. And then you cook it all together. Then you cook it all together. No. (laughs) No, dad. It doesn't. No, you don't do that unless you're a very good Italian cook. Yeah. Um, should we get started because people don't like us talking too much? Oh,
0: we really have talked a lot.
1: I know, but that's well. okay. That was like I don't know. I'm a little bit drunk and I'm sort of a bit laissez-faire about it. I'm just a bit okay. Je ne sais quoi. I'm just saying French words for no reason and they don't make any sense to what I'm actually saying. So what I'm doing is the bon Ah! <gasps> Jose's I knew gonna that. Get really scared. I'm gasping though. <laughs> she did know I'm that. She was scared. She's doing a fake gasp <laughs> I'm But fake she did gaping. actually know. Uh, I got a few credits that are weird, but like really, as with the mm-hmm. yowie, it's really hard to credit a mythical creature. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got murririver.com.au. Yep. Weirdly educational, that website. It's literally about the Murray River, but has a lot of other Had shit on A lot of other bun- shit on there. Mysterious Universe, of course. Oh my God, I love weird that. Weird Australia, website. of course. Yep. And uh, NITV, Shadow Trackers, A yes. favorite fucking show that we the haven't boys. watched. We so need I th- to, like, it's on SBS On Demand, guys. So we're all going to watch it now, right? Yes.
0: I'm going to watch it this weekend.
1: I am going to – I'm my, away this weekend, oh. but I'm going to watch it next week.
0: Okay. Because my plans – I was going to go away this weekend and now I'm not. So now – don't you love that? Now I have yeah. these two days oh, with just nothing planned.
1: It is so rare
0: it's to never just happens. have nothing on and never be able happens. to watch
1: Shadow Trackers.
0: Yep. I'm going to um, watch all four episodes or
1: whatever we found. We are on an absolute quest to try and get in touch with the guys. Yes, if anyone the knows show. them.
0: What are their names? Zach and...
1: I've forgotten. Chad. So, no, that's definitely not his name. This Zach, is, maybe, is one. I can Google it. Zach it's and... It's not as fun as trying to guess it, though. Um, Garrett. I'm going to say... Channing. Harvey, Shanning. Shanning. Did you just say Shanning? Shanning. Oh, I thought you said Shanning, and I'm like, you're making up. name. That's no, not even a real name. Sha- Shami. Um, ha- Hamlet <laughs> and, and uh, Marvin. That's no. them. That's it. Shadow trackers. I'm Googling. Keep guessing. Um, uh, uh, Pedro. Oh my God. One of them, we were pretty. <laughs> Pedro. <laughs> there one is of a them, Zach, we're actually right? close. Yeah, there's a Zach, and the other one is. Channing. <laughs> Hunter.
0: Hunter. I
1: feel like we're close with some of those Wait, weird isn't names. Wait, the show
0: called – oh, no, it's Shadow Trackers. Yeah.
1: Hunter Page Lockhart and sorry, Zach James. Hunter
0: is a really Hunter sexy is fucking Hunter Clever name. Man, which
1: I've also wanted to watch, by the way.
0: That's a great show. Yeah. Show me
1: him. Oh, I don't know. No, Josie, I don't have pictures. Oh, this I thought you, you always them. ask me for things that, like, I, I, are so hard I'm to get. sorry. I thought you
0: Googled them. <laughs> did. I think I know who he is.
1: Well, anyway, the point being, if you guys know them, yeah. by all means, tell them that, well, those your mystery. I want to have them on for a Mystery Minutes chat. Fuck yes. Uh, but we're trying via SBS as well, obviously. Yeah, we so. can actually
0: try through the official channels mm. to get Zach and Hunter on the show. We're
1: obsessed with them. Haven't even watched their show. Obsessed. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so, let's talk about the Bunyip, though. Okay. So, a Bunyip is, a, inverted commas, mythical mm. <laughs> creature from Australian Aboriginal mythology. So, absolutely uh, real creature. So, absolutely That's real That's what creature, that means. Is what that means. Uh, they inhabit swamps, creeks, billabongs, which are kind of like the edges, like the ends of rivers that peter out, mm-hmm. which I learnt today. I didn't know that. Yeah, neither did I. Riverbeds and waterholes. So, the origin of the word can be traced back to the Wemba Wemba or Wagaya language of Aboriginal people of Victoria in southeastern Australia. But the actual name for the creature varies between different Aboriginal groups, um, and there's actually a bun- bunyip-like creature known to heaps of different ones around Australia. So right, in his 2001 book, writer Robert Holden identified at least nine regional variations of the creature known as the bunyip across the country. So there's, yeah, it doesn't really, that's just where the name came from. Right. Uh, it's usually translated by Aboriginal Australians today as devil or evil spirit. Mm. It's thought to have first appeared in print in English around the mid-1840s. Uh, and bunyips, they generally stick to their homes, emerging at night with terrifying cries and blood-curdling screams. Nice. Yay. Taking yeah. us
0: back to the nice water holes.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, basically, to inform anyone who is listening to this for the first time and hasn't listened to our other episodes... Mm. If you listen to Wilga Waterhole from season one, Mm -hmm. we talk extensively about the bunyip because the bunyip is thought to be behind the mystery around that waterhole. Yes,
0: that was the first time we heard about what a bunyip was. Yes, and it was really terrifying. It was the first taste of it and it was not what I pictured.
1: Uh, More on that in a minute. Uh, But yeah, so what surprised me? Was that they don't, like, come after you, Bunyips. So, they like to stick to their homes. And their homes are obviously the waterholes and the surrounds. Mm -hmm. And they emerge at night and they do these terrifying cries and blood-curdling screams, Mm. which is just hell. No, I never Um, want to hear that in my life. And they – so, Bunyips will surprise you.
0: Oh, so you'll be walking – Yeah. Minding your own business at night near a waterhole. Yes, because that's what you do. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) First, A, why are you doing that? And B –
1: don't. Just don't. <laughs>
0: and then it will just scream?
1: Um, no. Right. So the screaming is just like a fun noise that it makes <laughs> just for fun Yeah, at all times, mm-hmm. but uh, at all times of night. But more in the sense that like you could be minding your own business, walking your waterhole, yep. which P.S. don't do that at night. What no, are you doing? Don't. A stupid idea. And then it will creep up on you and eat you. Oh, right. So then it will eat you. Yeah. So Bill Wannon in Australian folklore said that some Aborigines told him that the, quote, bunyips devoured humans, coming up on them in silence and when least expected. Do you know, if you're going to go by way of a bunyip or monster, best to have it just happen. Yeah. I'd it's rather done. it just... It's done. You know how people get attacked by sharks? Yes.
0: And it's like, oh, my God, my leg. And now I have to somehow get to the shore and I'm bleeding and it's chasing me. And I'm going to bleed out. And this is horrible. Sometimes people just get get bitten in half by a shark. I'd much prefer that. I would really
1: like to just die instantly. Yeah, just
0: bite me straight in half. to bisect me.
1: That's Don't fine. You think that then you'd be alive for quite a long time without nah. legs? Nah. Just rip my head off. Yes. That's a good time. Or go
0: straight for like that artery where you bleed out in two seconds what's that one um the femoral in your leg what i didn't know that yeah there's one in oh, your like say in a lot of things and there's one in yeah. your jugular
1: yeah so you like just get me real quick is it
0: carotid artery
1: that sounds right but i don't know i don't know the point being kill me quick bite my head off <laughs> come up behind me and just consume me whole But at the same time, crush my head so I don't know what's happening. Mm. Like, I want to knock me out with a rock as I go down. Squash my head between your teeth, (laughs) (laughs) then consume me whole. Yeah. But suddenly, behind me, Mm. like this guy. So you basically have to make a bunny eat you, is what I'm saying to you. Mm -hmm. Because you've got to kind of get in their zone, in their area, at night. Yeah. When they're awake and they're like keen. (laughs) D T E Down to E Down to E Humans um, Not down to fuck But they're probably down to fuck as well Like basically they're having a good time yep. They're up And then they see you walking past at like 1am Yes Which is your own fault Again, for being there Again,
0: hate to victim blame But what the fuck oh, are you I'm doing? I'm victim blaming someone what walking past doing? a fucking
1: waterhole at 1am You're an idiot Sorry <laughs> um, And then they have to be wanting to eat you mm-hmm. And then they have to sneak up behind you Yep and consume you whole while hopefully crushing your head between their teeth first, you know? Yes. But then there's also, I guess, the case of like, what if you don't know that that's their water hole? Also, do you want to know a fun fact? hmm Apparently, they prefer to eat women.
0: <gasps> <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, oh, they wait. fucking – no. Wait, no. No. Why are we proud?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got confused there. I was like, yeah, women. I- I woo. Was like,
0: women's rights, he for she. No. No.
1: Not this time. Uh, so, in terms of what they look like, because we've gone over no. this, this is going to take a fucking we long time. Can just skip time. this part, please? <laughs> it's like the bulk of my thing.
0: I'd rather just think that they're cute, which I used to think.
1: Yeah, that's like yowies. I just thought they all looked the same, like little happy men, and they're not. Little, they're not, happy, chocolate little happy chocolate men. Little happy chocolate men. So, it's quite confusing, though, actually, to nail, to pinpoint, if you will, what a bunyip looks like. Because, But, you know, generally, they look bad. They're not good.
0: That's the consensus. They
1: are bad. They're little evil demon spawn that you don't want to come across. So early Aboriginal drawings had them with a horse-like tail, flippers. No. Walrus-like tusks (laughs) or horns. And then they were described as being either feathered or scaly like crocodiles or both. At the same time. At the same time because they can. Because the bunyip can. I just
0: don't understand.
1: That. Neither. Neither.
0: Like, why would if you believe in God creating all creatures? Yeah, what the fuck was he doing that day? Why? acid? Are they? He here? was injecting bongs when he made this creature. Oh, he was. I'm just gonna put some flippers and a horse tail and just fucking anything feathers. Anything I want. Really. It's like a kid, a little kid, invented the. That bunion. is literally
1: what it's like, though. It's like a drawing yeah, that a little kid did. I hate it so much. Um, so sometimes they're d- they're drawn as enormous, and other times they're the size of a large dog. So there's oh. that as well. I think I could handle it if it looked like a large oh, yeah. dog. I yeah, probably couldn't devour
0: you entirely.
1: No, I don't think I could handle it, actually. Like, if I think of a large dog. Like a
0: Great Dane is a large coming dog. Coming at
1: me, but yeah. it looks like this sort of... Yeah, with flippers. Ungodly, meshed-up creature. <laughs> yeah. I am going to scream it and vomit at the same time. Fart. Yes. But how big are the enormous ones? Like, as big as a tree? I mean, bigger than a man. I think we're going to get there. I, oh, to be fair, I can't remember oh. <laughs> what I've written anymore, so I'm learning as you do. Okay, we're all learning here, guys. We're all
0: learning here together.
1: All uh, so Aussie learning hour. <laughs> according to some, the Bunyip looked like an oversized snake with a beard <laughs> <laughs> and a mane. <laughs> so very luscious locks, like a lion. It's sort of like a snake, the and then it's like. I am a snake, but I use a lot of Clairol. Yes. And I'm just he's just really been to the salon. And I've been all to like the salon. To like my layers.
0: Like Jonathan Van Ness. Yes. Just like that long I'm that long, Jonathan Van Ness, hair. but a snake. Yes.
1: Yeah. With a beard. <laughs> with a longer beard.
0: <laughs> it's like I told you Arj Barker said about snakes.
1: Yes. They're just
0: a neck with a fucking face. Oh,
1: that is one million percent true. <laughs> like snakes this are is so abominable. Like They um, are. You should not i be, love them actually <laughs> you should not be one big muscle it's it's not the way right. they
0: move is so creepy but so fascinating to me like, how do they move with no limbs it Does doesn't make any sense. limbs
1: it's that's what i mean you're one uh, big muscle and it's like they're ungodly you shouldn't be able to be what you are <laughs> no stop Stop. if being i saw a snake, a snake i would be like stop being there stop being. now stop being
0: so this is a neck with a fucking face, with a fucking beard a and a beard fucking and a, mane. And a,
1: and, a, and a luscious mane of hair, yes. <laughs> um, also, a huge furry half-human beast with a long neck and a bird-like head. But that reminds me of the Yowie. Yes. So I think that that is a confusion. Right. There is a lot of crossover with the bunyip and the Yowie. Yeah. There was a lot of descriptions around of like – People saying that people get yaois yeah, confused mm. for bunyips, which I don't really understand. But I guess it's because the bunyip, as a creature, has never been—it's never been nailed down what it looks like. Whereas with the yaoi, yeah, it's there's the a pretty, it's a huge feet. man with the backwards feet and the dragging arms, and tiny head, yeah. furry, Large erect penis, yeah, no, glistening, and no. oh, oh no. my god, <laughs> no, that was just that it was one, one story, and you've held on to that for <laughs> so long. I can't. Anyway. Um, then, other times, it's been reported to have a long body and a horse shaped head. No. No. All of these are no. George <laughs> French Angus, and I've written some guy because I don't know who he is.
0: <laughs> you don't know where you no, got this. Who is George he? French Angus.
1: Whoever you are. He wrote about a water spirit that the Murundi people talked to him about that was in the Mur- Murray River in 1847. And he said the creature is quote much dreaded by them. It inhabits the Murray, but they have some difficulty describing it. Its most usual form is said to be that of an enormous starfish. <laughs> I just I don't even know anymore. Like it's so many descriptions of this animal. I was
0: scared of all of those
1: descriptors
0: until enormous starfish. Oh,
1: so you want an enormous starfish to just like waddle out of the water and no, hug you with its no. su- suction hands no, okay. and then just like swallow you with its I'm mouth. picturing
0: Patrick from SpongeBob yeah.
1: <laughs> I <laughs> just
0: can't be scared of that
1: I imagine that's where your head was going <laughs> he's uh, so silly he is so friendly and cute he'd hug you but nice yeah uh so some features from 19th century newspaper accounts were because like you know you got to remember that because it's aboriginal mythology mm-hmm. it's all oral history mm-hmm. so it's not a lot of this isn't written down yeah it's they're kind of going off rock paintings yes yeah And there's only been a few of those of the Bunyip plus stories from people. So in terms of actual hard evidence, Mm. inverted commas, that we have, it's kind of these newspaper accounts from the early, like from the mid-1800s. Right. So they talk of all sorts of things. A dog-like face, a crocodile-like head, dark fur, a horse-like tail, flippers, walrus tusks, horns, duck-like bill. Like it's – it is – a smorgasbord of body parts of animals is yes. what i'm saying here just
0: tossed into a it's like, bowl
1: it's like god yeah was a bit unwell on the day he yep. made the bunya, like <laughs> and he just had a little vomit yeah and the vomit was just bits of other animals and they just sort of meshed together and
0: became the bunya. and then he
1: was like get out of my sight get in the murray river and yep. don't speak to me ever Go again Go and
0: hide in a waterhole
1: you know that don't speak to me or my son ever again it's like yes. don't speak to me son oh
0: <sighs> because we're all deep deep. (laughs) (laughs) um and what i was gonna say was what were you gonna say because it's being passed down a bit of bit of non-denominational whispers going on oh yeah you are
1: missing oh 100 i'm so fascinated by indigenous oral history Mm. because that is the form of history of and that's why actually the shadow trackers guy which I'm going to get to later, but he talked a bit about how his uncle actually, I think, said he interviews his uncle with something to do with this that I'm not going to spoil. Okay. But I'm also going to forget about this point, so I'm going to talk to you about okay. it now. yeah yep. Uh, and his uncle's like, it's really important for me to tell these stories because otherwise everyone will die yes. and they won't be there. And that's what they're having problems with now yeah. because of, you know, indigenous displacement, mm-hmm. uh, obviously just generally modern life, yeah. you know, is that there's this, like, urgency to, like, make sure these stories are passed down because it's oral history, yeah, it's not written the history. the traditional
0: stories. So, like, we
1: have, like, you know, this 18th century person writing this shit down. It yeah. doesn't work that way in their culture. So, it's interesting. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. So, again, Shadow Trackers, call us. Love you.
0: We love you, Zach and Channing.
1: <laughs> Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where were they up to? What were they t- oh, yeah, I was talking about God vomiting shit everywhere. Yep. So in the Wagga advocate in 1872 they described one as quote half as long as a retriever dog its body was jet black i'm going to say that's a seal
0: <laughs> that sounds cute it's a fucking me. seal i love
1: seals um we're going to get to seals later but that's really? a fucking seal yes we are oh i
0: love seals uh, so and much and then
1: w west garth some some guy someone some guy 1848 described it as having a round head an elongated neck with a tail and body resembling an ox which is just Hell. A round. A round head. I was picturing a seal into a sort of body like an ox. Yeah, no, so this is a big muscly thing. Big muscly fucker. I hate the round head. I hate the round head. That's so weird. Don't have a round head. (laughs) That's really weird. Why have you got a round head? It's like how round are we talking? A seal's head on
0: a cow's body.
1: It's like a giant fucking seal. With four legs. With four legs. Not flippers. I don't like it. No. He then, so he did two and they were like 30 years apart. And I don't really understand if it's the same one or different. Right. But his later quote was that it was bigger than an elephant it, in shape, <laughs> in a shape like a poly bullock. 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 What was that? You know, they're like basically like a, like a cow, but not really. Like a buffalo kind of. Oh yeah. Sort of. I, I'm saying this. <laughs> Am I confident about it? No. But I think, in my head, it looks like a water buffalo from the Northern Territory, which I almost hit with my car. Oh, my God. At night. It was just around the corner. Why
0: were you driving at night?
1: Um, Because I had been in town and I had to get back to my, not hotel, but my like airbnb that was mm-hmm. in the country and i had to drive for like 10 minutes in the north, which is like even 10 minutes is too much in the northern territory at night there are animals fucking everywhere do that. not drive at night in the northern <laughs> territory it is bad
0: or tasmania
1: yeah anywhere with lots of animals don't do it anyway the point being that's what i imagine them like big okay. muscly little but fuckers. bigger than an elephant well no but yes that's what this one is okay uh did he see one well yes <laughs> I don't know. Am I spoiling it? No, you're not. I just Guys, don't you know. He just described it. Mel's
0: notes. I oh, know they're like <laughs> I took a, a photo.
1: A two paper. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Looks like I look like a fucking like I'm doing a preschool presentation. Yes. Um, I don't know because I didn't write down if he was describing one that he had seen or if it was a story he'd been told by indigenous people from the like. area. Whatever. This is what it is. Uh, It is what it is (laughs) Who cares Who cares 1840 1846 Some guy E. Lloyd (laughs) Stay
0: Are these guys just (laughs) standing on like Soap boxes And just shouting in the street (laughs) And someone's recorded it And put it on the internet If I
1: wanted to sound really good I'd say they were historians But like Who fucking knows? I don't know. Did I? It's really hard, guys. You don't know how hard it is to make one of these episodes. You have to like. Yeah. If I had the time to go to the fucking library Mm -hmm. and research in the library, like ask for these books and then read it in person. Yeah well cool fucking stories. but guess what i have a we fucking have job seconds. so i can rely on only what yeah. the internet tells me remember
0: that other podcast i won't name it that i was listening to and i messaged you and said the host just said it takes like 30
1: hours yes and i was like bitch <laughs> it's to do like one episode i'm like we can do 45 minutes we could do 30 episodes in 30 hours <laughs> <I know. laughs> Challenge accepted. Uh, like I like to think that we—I know people give us shit for not researching, but I actually do go beyond Wikipedia. Like we, yeah, we start Unlike on Wikipedia podcast that we won't name. Yeah, them. and we start there, and then we move beyond ah. that. But there's only a level that I can get to, and the trove. level that I trove can get is to that level <laughs> is that I don't know who W. Westgarth is, <laughs> and I don't know who E. Lloyd is, but I know that they said a thing mm-hmm. that someone else deemed important,
0: and now you're going to repeat and it. Now I'm
1: going to repeat it. And, and put it out into the world. Just tell it, tell everyone about it. So he said that Aborigines told him the Bunyip was as tall as a gum tree, no piccaninny gum tree, big one gum tree, which is just <laughs> a great statement. In it wasn't some dumb shit, tiny gum tree no. like the normal shit that you see. It was it one was of those the fucking huge the ones, big
0: daddy. And that's
1: very, very tall. That's huge. That's like huge.
0: I I don't know how many meters because I don't know
1: how to do meters. I don't even understand. If you said sometimes when people are like, oh, like five foot eight, I'm like, I don't know what that is. So, Mm. like centimeters, please. Really? (laughs) What's the fuck is five foot eight? You're five
0: foot eight or I'm five foot eight. like what
1: is that as a thing? (laughs) I don't – what are you a foot? What's a foot? Anyway, the point being I don't know how tall a gum tree is, but I'm going to say like – a semi-trailer standing up like a road train, but if you flipped it up and then it stayed there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it's fucking big. (laughs)
1: It's as tall as the length of a road train standing. That's what I reckon.
0: Wasn't the Yowie a basketballer on top of another basketballer? Yes. And then
1: that also (laughs) confused us. (laughs) What we're saying here is we don't understand what that height is, but it's big. Like and a, you should be a gum
0: tree for all the non-Australians. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh,
1: my God. I'm so sorry, non-Aussies. <laughs> a gum tree's tall. Moving on. Mm. <laughs> do you know what I would say it's like for you oh, guys? Oh, shit. It might be.
0: I just made it fuzzy.
1: Oh. Um. Do you know what I would say it might be for you guys is like, you know, like the Redwoods. Have you Have you been to the Redwoods in San Fran? No. Oh, They're very cool. You should go. They're very tall. Uh,
0: I've seen them in Planet not of the how Apes. Tall,
1: that's not how tall <laughs> that's a, where a the gum tree lives. is. <laughs> the ape lives there. <laughs> Good work, Josie.
0: You know what? I think we can just decide that it was very tall.
1: Like a big tree in your neighborhood. Yeah. But bigger. That's what we're going with here. Mm-hmm. That's our gauge, if you will. I'm so sorry about that. What was that whole conversation? I no. said it was like the Redwoods, but they're not because they're really, really big and yeah. it's not that big.
0: It was the wrong thing to
1: compare it to. Whatever. It's really big. Anyway, moving on. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, obviously, with all these different types of like, it's got a beak. No, mm. it's got a, like, they're just saying words. Can we just discuss that? I can tell you what a bum nip looks like now. Mm. And then you'd believe me because I'm just going to say things like, oh, it's got one giant eye and one smaller eye and then its nose is upturned and then it's got two big front teeth and then its jaw is like really long and hangs down and it's got a really long pointy tongue and then it's got like, you know, claws on its shoulders, but then also on its hands and then it's got knives sticking out of its feet. Yeah. And you'd be like, yes, yes,
0: I'd be like, wow, you, yes, that's
1: scary. Because
0: it's like everyone's just imagining the most horrific thing they could yeah. possibly describe.
1: They're just putting shit together and just using that as the descriptor. Exactly, exactly. So there's researchers that think all the bunyips are describing actually more than one cryptid, which I've now learned is a mythical creature. Yes, but because which makes sense because they're all kind of there's different sizes, there's different, you know. So maybe bunyip is a sort of blanket term like for an weird umbrella creature.
0: species term yeah
1: because it even i when i was researching because i do fucking research everybody yeah i got fucking close to the hawkesbury river monster <gasps> who i, I didn't touch because i knew that you were because okay. i knew <laughs> that you really wanted to do it yes i will but the point being is that it kind of spans right there were people that counted that as a bunyip but right. i would have counted it as a bunyip personally Okay. I didn't read up like on it. Because just like a general term for... Um, but the absolute best description, and I don't even know who said this, but I did mention it in Wilga Waterhole, and this is the one that scared you. No. Is this one, for what it looks like. This is awful. The bunyip, then, is represented as uniting the characteristics of a bird and of an alligator. It has a head resembling an emu with no. a long bill, at the extremity of which is a transverse projection on each side with serrated edges like the no, bone of a we're... stingray... No. The body and legs partake of the nature of the alligator. The hind legs are remarkably thick and strong. And the forelegs are much longer, but still of great strength. I don't like the visual of this. Why are the forelegs longer? I don't know. They just are, okay? It <laughs> just likes to be like that. It likes it. <laughs> a weird
0: it. Angle.
1: Let it be, it likes it. <laughs> <laughs> the extremities are furnished with long claws, but... The Aborigines say its usual method of killing its prey is by hugging it to death.
0: <gasps> like Patrick.
1: <laughs> when in the water it swims like a frog and when on shore it walks on its hind legs with its head erect. Nah. In which position it measures 12 or 13 feet in height. That's fucking tall that is a bad that's two creature. basketballers on top of each other it is that, that is, is. <laughs> it's also don't swim like a frog don't. in the water and then get out and walk on your hind legs don't you piece of shit do don't that. do that that's just do Horrific. not do that just behave yourself <laughs>
0: fuck and don't have a head like an emu with weird
1: spiny serrated, a serrated little weird bill. when i think serrated i think my bread knife well it's they say it's like stingray not a stingray, fuck, no. You know that weird thing that has the like the little saw mouth? What's that thing that has a sore mouth? It's a fish and it's like weird. And I was like, that can't be real. I saw it on Blue Planet and I was like, that's not real.
0: It has a saw mouth?
1: Yeah, and my boyfriend was like, That is real. <laughs> I said, no, it's not. <laughs> Fake news media. I said, No, it's not. Don't lie to me. It's got a little saw mouth. It's like a saw saw shark. Swordfish. Swordfish. Is that's that what it the is? one? Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. Swordfish, isn't it? And it's got a little serrated mouth. I'm going to Google it for you. And then I'm going to show you a picture
0: <laughs> I, of the bunion. You know how marlins
1: have a pointy mouth? It's not pointy, though. It's like
0: And one got st- a guy got stabbed no. when he was fishing.
1: Someone put it in the group. It was Cerrated funny. Serrated mouth. When that's what animals
0: take revenge.
1: Images. Oh, my God. I'm seeing some. Oh, I'm seeing things I didn't want to see. What is it? Show oh, me. no. Oh, it's bad. It's so bad. <gasps> Don't Google serrated mouth. That's bad. <gasps> What's that? What is that? What the fuck, what the is, fuck that? is that? What's that? Got... Top right. I'll tell you. Oh my god, what? That's geese. Get that's a goose's mouth. A no. A goose is a demon. Oh my god, geese are, they fucked, are demons. guys. They'll Everyone spit at you. Can you all stop the podcast for 5 seconds and then Google
0: serrated mouth.
1: Serrated <laughs> mouth and then there's this picture. <laughs> oh no, that's the leatherback turtle. Okay. Okay, well, that's Google the demon. leatherback turtle it is not okay that is oh my god and geese oh my god no
0: oh, oh my god fuck off
1: okay i've gone down we've gone down a hole i'm so sorry you've had to listen to this but that's okay um you like it um just don't google serrated mouth but also do there's some bad pictures that's I don't, the worst thing I've i'm have upset seen. that looked like that's not what i was talking that about looked like a butthole with teeth that thing that that looked you like, showed me. You know that thing that was hairy a movie and it was like a girl and her vagina, vagina. had teeth. Yeah. And it's like when she had sex with people that ate their dicks, yeah. which was kind of a mood. It's but a great that's movie. What it What's it like. called? I don't know, but I've never seen it. <laughs> so I don't know if it's great <laughs> or not. <laughs> teeth mouth? I don't know. Teeth mouth. Teeth mouth teeth, ma- teeth vagina. <laughs> anyway, wow. So the point being, don't Google that, but I'm gonna show you real quick. This is a the photo. Fish? This is from um, so this is hanging in a gallery somewhere in Australia one of them okay, and not sure what it's supposed one. to be and no, no one knows who drew it but it's meant to be a bunyip it's from the 30s <gasps> what
0: the fuck is that i know that?
1: it's so bad
0: that looks like a squid mated with an emu <laughs> and like
1: it's, obviously we're going to put these photos lump in the group on guys its ass. I don't know. That looks like a squid. Just let it have the lump on its ass. Just let it, let it have it. I don't it like wants, that. It wants it. Um, so sightings. Let's go down the sightings route. So in 1818, Hamilton Hume, some guy, James Meehan, some other guy, yep. find large bones at Lake Bathurst in New South Wales. Mm-hmm. And they don't call the animal a bunyip. They actually describe the remains like a hippopotamus or a manatee.
0: Doll, we don't have them in Australia. I know.
1: So, the you Philosophical Society of Australasia later told Hume they'd give him money to reimburse him if he went back to recover these bones.
0: So, they just saw them and they were saw them with their life. And
1: they were like, that looks like a hippopotamus and then went back and told everyone.
0: Yeah. Stood on the soapbox in the street and yeah, yelled it for Yeah,
1: everyone to hear. But he never returned to the lake.
0: So, he didn't want to go back.
1: No. But like, Why?
0: At one AM specifically.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, in eighteen thirty, scared. That's yeah. What he well, was. that was the first. That's the first report. I mean, no judgment. I wouldn't go back either. Oh fuck no! But also, he was also fucking it's eighteen shit scared. eighteen. Like you'd have to fucking horse ride back there. It would take forever, guys. It's not it's not convenient. It's not easy to do. He you has can't a life. just jump in the Corolla and no. drive out there. Someone and where are you going to put the bones when you get them? Yeah. What, on Drag your own?
0: them behind you in a hessian sack. It's
1: very... I have, don't like take that. Take a wagon? Maybe. Do they have wagons? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'd have wagons. I'm sure of it. A little wagon with a little horse on the front. Anyway, well, he didn't do it. <laughs> he didn't because he was scared. He was he was a scaredy cat. So then in 1830, fossilized bones were discovered in Wellington caves that are up near Dubbo. Yes. By Bushman George My Rankin. My Bree is
0: from Dubbo. Ah. Shout out to Bree for another Shout podcast.
1: Shout out to Bree. Um... Some quadrupled much larger than the ox or buffalo, he said. So that's big.
0: But couldn't it have been a dinosaur?
1: Josie.
0: It was fossilized. I'm jumping ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 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 Oh my God. Sorry that I'm so intelligent and logical. <laughs> I can't help it. Sorry that I'm so smart
1: sorry. and I just know what you're going to say. <laughs> so there's that. That's 1830. Okay. Uh, Reverend George Taplin, who are these people? (laughs) Now that I'm doing this podcast, I'm like, I would like to know a little bit more about these people. Why they're talking so much. (laughs) And why have I just decided that what they have to say is important? I'll tell you why, because Wikipedia told me. Right. He said in his book, The Narinieri, from 1894, he described booming and explosive sounds from Lake Alexandrina, which is down at the very bottom of South Australia near Kangaroo Island, which he was told were bunyips.
0: Booming sounds? Yeah.
1: Explosive. Booming, explosive sounds coming from the lake, yes.
0: What were they doing?
1: Well, we don't know. (laughs) They were
0: jumping in, (laughs) doing cannonball. (laughs) 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 It's
1: like it's a bunyip. Just someone farting underwater? (laughs) But like a big bunyip farting underwater. Like a really big fart. Underwater. Yeah. I don't know why we got to farts. Anyway, Hobart's <laughs> Mercury newspaper on the 11th of February, 1935, had an eyewitness statement for, about a bunyip and said, quote, Neither dog, seal, hyena, nor Tasmanian devil about the size of a cocker spaniel dog, brindle in color, with hair so fine that at first it looked as though it had none. The face resembled that of a ferocious dog, but there were two prominent tusks protruding <gasps> from its bottom jaw. Honey, I just want to say that I think – that is a dog i think <laughs> it's a tasmanian tiger teeth, and its teeth are just really big yeah. and it had them out and you just got yeah. A bit scared yeah you know? or it was like a wild pig it's like she's basically saying it looked like a dog but it wasn't a dog but i swear but everything to you, about it, wasn't. it was a dog but
0: here are all the descriptors which exactly <laughs> match my pet cocker spaniel with his <laughs> teeth bed <laughs>
1: It was not my pet contest Spaniel. It was. Had I had forty bottles of rum that night? That's irrelevant. Maybe, that's not important, but also, officer. No, it's not important that fact.
0: It's not important. Is it, is it important that I had
1: a lot of alcohol tonight? No. Is it important that my dog is missing? No. <laughs> I I'm getting my lawyer on the phone.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna send a, a mail to my lawyer, and in a week, we're gonna revisit this. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I meanwhile, well, her dog's just at the door, like, let me back the dog's in, like, please. I've lost a lot of my fur from stress. <laughs> please let me back the in, poor world. bald cocker spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Aww. with its little teethies yeah. out yeah oh shit um so the register news pictorial i don't even know where that's from 19th of september 1929 had a story about an attack on a dog in cooper's creek which is way out near in in south australia which is like top right corner mm-hmm. really hard to get to now unless you have a full drive just letting you know bit of Trivia facts. Can I just say,
0: Geographical Mel is on point oh. in this episode. I can picture oh, I where everything is. I
1: fucking Google. Top all right corner, the... bang. Yeah. Like... I know. That's because I'm covering up for the fact that I don't even know what this newspaper is. <laughs> Pictorial. Or where this information Pictorial came from. sounds
0: like it was a smutty magazine. Like there <laughs> were does. girls with like, The strap of their camisole (laughs) coming down.
1: (laughs) Like one leg lifted, a little bit of ankle showing. Ankle showing.
0: And all the men were like, oh, hello. Don't
1: show that to the wife. (laughs) Keep that in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this is a quote from the Register News Pictorial. The Smart Magazine. About this attack on a dog. Quote, we rode over to a large waterhole and the two dogs went for a swim. Almost immediately, one of the dogs was seized by something in the water and dragged under. A violent struggle took place under the water, which soon became stained with blood. Presently, the dog and the thing came to the surface with the dog on top. We grabbed the dog and hauled him out. He was badly cut in the neck and behind the shoulder. All we saw of the thing, which disappeared quickly, was what appeared to be part of its body, a light brown, smooth surface, much like a saddle flap in appearance. That was an alligator. Crocodile flap is very smooth.
0: It was a smooth crocodile,
1: (laughs) crocodile (laughs) that just didn't have many. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Also, I don't think they have crocs in Inaminka. I am just gonna say we're pretty far down.
0: A big fish with a sore mouth.
1: This is what? (laughs) (laughs)
0: A swordfish.
1: Oh, I don't think they live there. I think they live in the ocean.
0: So, what kind of animals are living in Inaminka? A
1: bunyip. Okay. A bunyip was living there. God, would be so just, cynical? Wouldn't
0: it just kill the dog? Like how did the dog survive.
1: I don't know if the dog did survive, it uh, sounds bad. Yeah. I hope he did. Little doggy. I do not like when the dog dies, as you know. Um, <sighs>
0: neither does Keanu Reeves. No,
1: neither does Keanu Reeves. That is a reference to John Wick, everyone that hasn't watched it. We're not even advertising it, we're just telling you because we like it. Windsor and Richmond Gazette said <gasps> in January 1927, us. yes. That there was a bunyip living in a swamp near Robertson in the Southern Highlands, which may have been responsible for the unexplained disappearance of a stranger. (gasps) Quote, a party of men who lived by means of their skill went out shooting. Mm -hmm. They returned terrified and related that they came upon the thing basking in the sun (laughs) on the side of a hole supposed to be bottomless situated about the center of the swamp. And at their approach, the creature, which they stated to approximate the size of a two-year-old steer, so like a horsey thing. Yep. And which, appe- <laughs> and which appeared to possess two short, broad fl- fins or flippers and in color was a dirty white or very light gray, Ooh. took fright and plunged into the hole. I just don't want to see that. So I don't want to see a big white whale. sunbaking. Sunbaking. Sun baking. Sun baking. And then it gets scared and runs away. I don't want to do it. So. That sounds horrible. I'm sorry that they had to see it. In a swamp. Well, in a swamp. Yeah. So I don't even know if I'm jumping ahead here, but a lot of the places around the country now that have stories about bunyips, there's this belief that the lakes connect up underneath the ground. What? So it's kind of, well, that, that does happen because it's like water and shit. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like you can dig and then there's water and stuff. So sometimes yes. there can be connecting water sources. And so it's like the idea oh is God. that the bunyips live deep down and then and come back And go through up. those like connecting yeah, tunnels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then that could be also how they get from other places. And, yeah. You know, I don't know. Anyway, that's kind of irrelevant, but not really. So another place that has a lot of bunyip sightings is Geelong. Not G Long.
0: Didn't someone go missing?
1: Well, I don't know.
0: I was waiting for someone. Oh, to be I did seized. too, but it didn't
1: really get there, did it?
0: Well,
1: let's pretend. What happens when you don't
0: read your quotes that and when you just he them. dove into the water, he <laughs> took one of the blokes
1: with him? <laughs> just pretend. Let's make up history here well, to, to look, entertain everyone our else. Listeners. Is this story? Oh well, yeah.
0: So G Long.
1: Uh, so G Long. <laughs> One of my favorite moments uh, of the podcast no. is you
0: discovering it's Geelong. pronounced Geelong.
1: Like, I say it Geelong now. That so moment
0: good. of realization
1: was a good moment.
0: I've got it. I recorded it. Oh, and it's on my phone. And I just listen to it sometimes <laughs> and laugh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Geelong <laughs> has quite a few sightings and stories. So, from Australian Yowie Research, one of my other favorite websites, a woman claimed her mother was killed by a bunyip at Barwon Lakes, and there were reports of another local woman killed at the Barwon River. Mm -hmm. A local indigenous man is said to have shown deep wounds caused by a bunyip from the river area, and then there are several noted disappearances from the Lake Mondawari area. So, they're all, like, the thing is, they didn't have any, like, any credits of any research whatsoever. There are no facts here. Just yes. Saying shit. It's just like this happened. There's but also, no why would you it. say it if it didn't happen? To no. scare people? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't believe it. Uh, then there's also the Murray River. Yes. So, there's actually a really cool thing in the town of Murray Bridge, which mm-hmm. is an actual town. Um, they've got this like fun little plastic bunyip that you like press a button and it rises out of the water Fuck and scares off. kids <laughs> yes isn't that fun that i want to go scare do it me. i know we'll it would scare kids me so much
0: i'd run away screaming
1: yeah but we mentioned the murray river before because that was one of the earlier yes. sightings findings of the bones so there's bunyip stories around that river which is mm-hmm. quite a big river so it makes sense very big river um and then ill bogan lagoon <laughs> ill bogan ill bogan. <laughs> Il bogan lagoon in bow desert queensland Um, The Ilbogan Lagoon is said to be linked by an underground passage, (gasps) like I said, to another lagoon named Bung Ropi. The lagoon lies on the property of Bromelton House and in 1850, the first sighting of the Bunyip was reported by a woman staying at the house as a guest. So on the 9th of February 1850 in the Moreton Bay Courier, quote, the head appeared to be elongated and flattened like the bill of a platypus. Ew. The body from the place where it joined the head to about 5 feet backward seemed like that of a gigantic eel, oh. being of about the ordinary <laughs> thickness of a man's body. <laughs> oh my god, That's horrible. No. <laughs> Beyond this, it was of much larger apparent size, having the appearance of being coiled into innumerable folds. No, I uh, don't like it. So, it was a
0: big eel with a platypus head.
1: Yes. Beyond these coils was what seemed to be the tail of the animal, which had somewhat in the shape of the tail of a fish, and is described as having the semi-transparent appearance of a bladder. Whoa. The head, which was small and narrow in proportion to the size of the body, was furnished with what seemed to be two horns, no. which were quite white. Under the circumstances, it was, of course, difficult to judge accurately the whole length of the animal. But <laughs> by she comparison, she was running and screaming because yeah, I was screaming and vomiting into the grass. <laughs> but by comparison with other objects, it is supposed that the parts visible above the water must have been thirty feet in extent. Oh, yeah. that's long. That's big. Uh, yeah, I would be throwing things at that thing. So, I'd be throwing my, like, handbag at it. Yes. Just throwing shit. Take yes. everything. She would have
0: been, like, a fancy old timey lady. Too. Yeah.
1: She would have been throwing her, like, umbrella. Yeah. And throw like her, her child her in the water. <laughs> yeah.
0: Throw your horse at it. Didn't we say that
1: once? Yes, we did. When in doubt, throw your horse when at d- it.
0: When in doubt, throw your horse at it.
1: Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, the paper actually went on to explain that, plenty of people at the station had spotted the bunyip over the years so like lots of station hands and so on and then in 1927 the brisbane courier referenced an incident when a huge serpent like water monster was alleged to have been seen by a party of bathers at that same Same place Mm -hmm. their story was later corroborated by the Mununjali by the people who described the creature as a big fella (laughs) bunyip which is really just saying it yeah Quote, firm in their belief that the lagoon was haunted, the Aboriginals were loath to approach its precincts for a considerable period thereafter. In fact, the alleged presence of the monster had the effect of dampening the ardour of all who were in the habit of enjoying a customary weekend dip. Well, no shit. (laughs) I'm not swimming when there's this giant eel with a bladder bit that looks like (sighs) a clear, like a bladder, and it's got horns that are white, and it's like all weird and sleek. And it's like 30 feet. Fuck that! I am going to go swim no. in this weird bog that I've dug over in the yep. corner and just put some water in. That's what I'm doing. The hose. Oh my god! It's like, um, have you seen? uh oh my god! It's one of my favorite movies. Everyone go watch it. How to make an American quilt? Yes. Oh, I love that movie so much. <laughs> oh my god, it's the Stailus movie. It's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. Deep. Oh, fuck! It's good. And she makes the like yes. her husband digs her the like pond yes. to yeah. swim in, but it's like very small. It is and then small. she sort of gets in it up to her legs and gets all these papers out as an old person and she remembers yeah. her husband of it's ye really olde nice. times it's beautiful it'd be filled with like mosquito larvae and stuff it'd but i would gross. do that over swimming in this lake with yep. this spania thank you very much i'd
0: roll around in mosquito exactly
1: stuff um there is apparently a video <gasps> from more recent times from 2016
0: wow but we're jumping quite i know to modern times i know
1: um so mysterious universe mentioned this video, mm-hmm. but then when I clicked on the link, it was broken. So I was mm. like, mm.
0: "Government cover up,
1: government cover up for sure." Um, gap. There's not much information on it, but they said that it was allegedly shot in Western Australia in the outback, and the barely visible creature swimming in the water was had allegedly eaten a horse. What
0: the actual shit? I know.
1: So basically, what I'm saying here is, <laughs> the findings are always around water. Yes. But they kind of don't – there's no specific area. You know how with Yowies, it was kind of like that northern rivers area and it was very like Mm hinterlandy? This is kind of like just anywhere. Just
0: wherever there's water. Yeah. We're there, scaring the fuck out of yes, everyone. exactly, and like, looking like a freak.
1: And it's not water that's like connected to anything in particular. Like mm-hmm. the Wilga Waterhole was smack bang in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Um, obviously, the Murray River is very long and big. Mm-hmm. And then these are the ones that connect underwater. But yep. then there's just the these spaces in
0: Robertson, mm-hmm. the Geelong
1: ones. Yep. Oh God, I hate it. They seem less like tied to a specific climate or area. Yep. they're just keen to be near the water. Yeah. So, let's move on to theories. Okay. So, there are a lot of theories to explain these away. And look, when you get to the end of it, I am doubtful. <gasps> I love to believe in the bunyip, but it's not as convincing as the Yowie to me. You okay. Know? So, the first is lost seals.
0: Oh, bubbers.
1: Yeah. So, in 1933, some guy, <laughs> Charles Fenner, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> said the actual origin of the bunyip myth lies in the fact that from time to time, seals have made their way up the Murray and Darling rivers. mm uh, which would make sense to me. Like, you're a lost seal. Mm-hmm. And if people haven't seen a seal before. They'd
0: be like, what is that? Overgrown what is that? Overgrown slug with whiskers.
1: Slug. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's a perfect example. I love them. I think they're adorable. They're so cute. I can't believe you hate whales, but you love seals. Uh,
0: whales are fucking
1: horrific. No. Demon. What? Blobs. Seals are so cute. They're like dogs. Yeah. Okay. What about leopard seals? They're scary. No, I love them all. Leopard seals are the ones that like eat people in yep. fucking happy feet.
0: Just bite but me in half. I don't care.
1: You can but eat But seals, my foot off.
0: seals do go wandering. So this this stands up mm. this theory. Remember the one that wandered into town in Tasmania and like yeah, was on I the top that. of the car.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he was just like sitting Your on baby. top of like a
0: fucking Holden Commodore yeah. in a driveway. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hello. Bless
1: him. <laughs> Um. He actually, Charles Fenner, gave examples of seals found as far inland as Overland Corner, Loxton and Canago, and reminded readers that, quote, the smooth fur, prominent apricot eyes Aww. and the bellowing cry are characteristic yes. of the seal, especially the southern elephant seals and leopard seals. Yes. So, it's so a lot matching up for them. And I yeah. think definitely going back to our, ex- like, some of our sightings and descriptions, mm. there were definitely a few times there where we were like, mm, that's a fucking seal. So, yeah. I think definitely at least some of the sightings were seals.
0: I just wonder why an adorable seal doesn't wander into my building.
1: It's very unfair.
0: I would like to see one. Maybe like, it did. Maybe that's the thing that shat in my lobby. Maybe. You never know.
1: It's very rude for it not to, I to be know. honest.
0: I'm jealous of everyone that comes upon a seal out of context. Yes.
1: Out of context seals are so good. That's so like That one that swims around in Sydney Harbour and yeah, like showed up at the Opera House.
0: hangs up, um, what's his name? Stanley?
1: Yeah. I don't know, maybe. He
0: sits on the steps. Mm. I think he might have died.
1: The Rushcutter's Bay one died and it was very sad and depressing. Okay. Um, So there was also a report in Brisbane's Worker from the 19th of January 1907 that I didn't include with the others because this is 100% a seal. Okay. (laughs) A strange creature which has a cry like a seal and very (laughs) much resembles this well-known amphibious specimen about the head has been seen in a lagoon in Tumut, New South Wales, or Tumut, don't know. The tail is described as being that of a kangaroo running from a fair thickness at the root to a taper at the point, but like, maybe it didn't. But maybe the bunyip, as the seal. residents call it, swims rapidly as, and as it glides along, keeping its head above the water like seals do, mm-hmm. its length from the tip of its nose to the extremity of its tail has been set at about four feet mm-hmm. and the color of the creature is reputed to be black. The animal does not appear to have ears, but if it does, they're very small. Guys, like that's, a, that's seal. a fucking seal, and you just got confused about the tail. It's probably just like pooing, yeah. And you decided that long poo was, you know, in fish yeah. poo, and then they like have the poo hang out long, of its butt, like um, hose. Like bothered me so much as a kid because I had fish, yeah, and they used to poo, and it would just like trail around with them for yeah. so long. It's like
0: that's what my cat does rid throughout it. the house. <laughs> just just get... snap it off. <laughs> just get
1: rid of it. Uh, so that's one theory. Yeah. Another theory is weird extinct animal memories. Is what I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) So there's this theory that it's a cultural memory of extinct Australian marsupials like the Diprotodon. Oh, God. The Zygomaturus, the Nototherium, and the Pallorchestes. I don't know any of them, but I did Google some of them.
0: I know about the Diprotodon. I do
1: too, and I'm going to tell you about it. We learn about it at school. We can talk at length about it. Uh, So the connection was formally made by Dr. George Bennett of the Australian Museum in 1871. Mm Mm-hmm. And speaking of the Australian Museum, there is a Diprotodon there because yes. I, I, as soon as I Googled it, I was like, oh, that big fuck off thing yes. that is like in that bit with all the old animals and it yep. looks really terrifying. Yes. So I don't know if you've been to the Australian Museum, but if you have, you 1 million percent remember this. It looks like a huge bear thing, but yep. it's got like tusks sort of thing. Um, so it's like a huge rhinoceros without the big horn on it. Yeah. And it's all hairy. Mm-hmm. It's the largest known marsupial to have ever lived. Mm-hmm. And it ex- it went extinct about 46,000 years ago.
0: Which isn't that long ago. No,
1: it's not. And so...
0: In the big scheme of things. Yeah, and
1: there's been a lot of research into some of this stuff. So in the 1990s, paleontologist Pat Vickers-Rich and geologist Neil Archbold also kind of suggested that Aboriginal legends perhaps had stemmed from an acquaintance with prehistoric bones or even living prehistoric animals themselves. Mm. So they like, they're gently suggesting it because they obviously don't want to tread on the toes of like Mm. the cultural history because there's no indigenous person that would be like, yes, this is just some other animal. Like it's very much like, yeah, that's, it is a bunyip. End Mm -hmm. of story. Um, But Pat, Wrote a book with either her husband or brother, not sure, Tom Rich, (laughs) called *Kadimakara: Extinct Vertebrates of Australia, and said, quote, When shown bones of these extinct animals, Aborigines at times have frequently identified them as bones of the bunyip. And then Dr. Tom Rich said, on the basis of carbon fourteen radiometric dates, whatever that means, yes, it appears that humans were in Australia at least ten to fifteen thousand years before the diprotodon became extinct. Right. So there so is this definite correlation. each other that the first peoples of Australia saw these those now extinct ants, the yeah. fuckers. Yep, uh, and would have passed
0: those stories down. Yes, exactly
1: their oral history exactly yeah and so it's very yeah like that could be where we get the kind of concept from uh the next theory is the cassowary
0: wait can i just say one thing i would love you to say when you were talking about the big serpent with the platypus face yes There's a lot of times where I'm like, oh, cute, a wombat, oh, cute, a platypus, and then the little information sign at the wildlife park or whatever says in prehistoric times there were giant wombats and giant platypus. They were like big fucking platypi in these watering holes yes down the bones of so yes. one of
1: those things you listed is probably the large platypus. Well, all of those look kind of the same all oh, right they're all very big but they look quite a lot like wombats and there was actually yes, somewhere that I read terrifying. that the protodon it could be a relative of the wombat it's essentially like a huge wombat yeah and you would never want to come across Not a cute huge. I don't even like coming across wombats at night on their own I've told this story already before. About going on my walk with my ex and then I saw a wombat and screamed and freaked the fuck out because it was just like there. They're so cute They're very cute, but they're like a big one. No, thank you. And they can run very fast. They can. And knock you over. And they're very loud when they run. So cute.
0: I'm obsessed with wombats.
1: They're pretty cute. Um, But anyway, so the next thing is the cassowary. So in 2017, in an Australian bird life article. Great. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a real, like, fucking good time of magazine, doesn't it? You hate birds. I'm... Being sarcastic.
0: Oh, I'm like fascinated. <laughs> Cassowaries like, <laughs> are... Remember the story about the cassowary in Florida? No. That killed its owner recently?
1: No. Mm. Tell everyone.
0: It was a cassowary in Florida that killed its owner. Shit. <laughs> That's all like, I know. Why is there
1: a cassowary in um, Florida? Well, was
0: illegally there. It okay. was like, you know, how the... Illegal animal trade is, like, the biggest thing in the world. Yeah. And we don't know about it because we're, like, upstanding citizens that would never smuggle fucking snakes in our pants onto a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, So someone had an illegal cassowary and it, like, killed him. Shit. <laughs> and then it was for sale recently. Oh, my God. And I think we wrote about it at Pedestrian, the fact that the killer bird was on sale.
1: My God. Yeah. Well, yeah, the cassowaries are a bit scary. Demon- Demon yeah they're pretty scary I didn't see any when I was up in um in the like Cairns area and I really wanted to see one but also from the safety of my car yeah I wouldn't like Just to come a across past, one in the bush. like oh there's one no thanks yeah um so in that article Carl Brandt suggested aboriginal encounters with the southern cast where he inspired the bunyip mm-hmm. uh He said that the first written description of the bunyip from 1845 had it laying pale blue eggs of immense size with deadly claws, powerful hind legs, a brightly colored chest and an emu-like head, which are all shared with the Australian cassowary. The Mm -hmm. only thing is I have not read this bunyip description anywhere else but here. Right. Uh, He also said the bill was described as having serrated projections, each like the bone of the stingray. Oh, yeah. Uh, This bunyip was associated with the indigenous people of far north Queensland, renowned for their spears tipped with stingray barbs and their proximity to the cassowary's Australian range. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, was it the same animal? But I don't know about that because that's the only description. Like maybe in those groups of indigenous people, that was the confusion. But I don't know about everywhere else.
0: Because that's the first time I've heard of a bunyip laying e- yeah, blue eggs.
1: I know. Uh, so then there's also another bird that gets mentioned as a theory Are you going to play it <laughs> I'm fucking playing <laughs> some noise. Yes, I am. So this is the Australasian bittern. Mm-hmm. They dwell in marshes. They're not that big, actually. They're pretty, like, small to medium-sized bird. Yep. But during the breeding season, the male call is a low-pitched boom And it's often called the bunyip bird. Right. Yeah. So the Melbourne Argus newspaper in 1894 said that the hollow boom so often heard on the margins of reedy swamps, more hollow and louder by night than day, the mythical bunyip is the actual bittern. I'm going to play one for you. This is exactly like what we are doing with Wilga Waterhole because I don't believe this. I'm going to try and get it right up into my. See that weird vibrating sound? That's the noise. Ignore those other birds, they are less important.
0: Where's the boom? It'll do it again. This is like the intro song to
1: our podcast. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> do it again, you fucking bird. There you it? go, yeah. Oh. Oh. Like it's weird. Yeah but that's not scaring me to me i'd be like that's an
0: alien yeah ufo sounds like metallic almost
1: it almost i thought at first it was my phone being weird but it wasn't that <laughs> like you're it's getting it's definitely a the bird it is a strange noise doesn't that sound like a lovely place to be right now no really
0: oh scary. i'm more relaxed
1: <laughs> i feel like i'm doing some meditation and i'm like down by the lake Anyway, we can stop that now. That's enough. That's enough bittern. But noises. it's like, uh, it's like, uh, uh, and it's almost vibrating. Maybe that's the- what
0: in that South Australian place
1: where they heard the booms. That's, yes. Well, this is, yeah, anywhere where there's a boom mention, mm-hmm. I think what they're trying to say is it's the bittern, not the bunyip. Yeah. But I get it because remember when we did Wilgo Waterhole, and I think you said this to me, and you were like, at night, everything sounds scarier. Yes. So, potentially, if you Mm. didn't know back in the day back in the you know, day no you're sort of scared of everything like i read a report that was from like an 1890 newspaper i didn't include it because i would have had to write it out and that was like i was too lazy to do that oh but, yeah i hate those ones where no, you can't no, cut and paste. it wasn't important enough and i was like no so <laughs> um, but it was basically talking about all the weird animals here and it was like you know these things that bounce on their tail and they have funny oh. legs and it would have been so scary for british people they would come have been here like and what see these are these these
0: creatures yeah like what the fuck is a kangaroo? Oh,
1: well, and a platypus—they're platypus. all weird. They're
0: all demons. They don't make animals. any sense. I love them so much. I love them. I'm, so I'm proud obsessed of them. with
1: kangaroos, but
0: I love Australian
1: animals. I love Australian animals, but do you know what I haven't I seen were... in the wild is a platypus,
0: and I'm I dying to see one. have seen one,
1: but I haven't seen an echidna. So there you I go. I saw so many last time yeah. I was in Tassie. So the platypus I saw—you had to wait for ages. I was in Queensland, uh, and the I went on a little bush walk. Yep, and then you had to wait for ages mm. and you can see the bubbles coming Aww. up and then you wait wait, wait and eventually they come up and they just like float on the top for a minute oh my God. and then they see you and freak out and go back down
0: that's what I need I found a helpful guide on Facebook recently mm. there was all the places in Tassie to see one yeah like where they hang out but I'm not going there. I was. I was like, but now I'm not. So. I was like, and? <laughs> I was going to make Julian take me to every single place. Yeah. Because it was my mission. Our first trip was wombats. Our second yeah. one was echidnas. Yeah. <laughs> now,
1: platypus. Platypus. Uh, so, the last theory is wasted station hands, as in drunk people. Right. So, this is just a one-off thing. But basically, Bill Wannon, don't know who that is. He's so. from an earlier anecdote. Great. It's good that you know. <laughs> said that bushmen and their tales suggest that bunyips are usually seen in swamps near bush shanties, Mm. but they are never seen by men going to the shanties, only by men on their way home.
0: Right. Stumbling around. Stumbling
1: on their way home. And if anyone, I mean, you wouldn't know this because unless you came to the live show, but Fitch's Ghost, Mm -hmm. one of the theories, which was my case from the live show, one of the theories was that... uh, The guy that saw Fish's ghost was just this drunk guy on his way home from the pub. seeing things. So, I mean, and I get that. Like, maybe to put it all together, Mm -hmm. is it drunk people often seeing the bunyip? Mm-hmm. And it's actually, or hearing it, and it's actually the bittern or it's the a seal, a seal or just anything really.
0: Yeah. Seeing um, Mavis's cocker spaniel, her <laughs> bored, bald cocker spaniel. <laughs> just
1: anything,
0: anything, yeah. like a,
1: a lump of grass.
0: Like, that's absolutely. I mean, Bunyip.
1: that's me in a nutshell, pretty much. That in the lump bush. of grass
0: is the size of a gum tree. Yeah. It has the head of an emu. It has the body of a T-Rex. I saw it. I saw It It has swords
1: coming out of its arms. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think they're real? Do um, you see what I mean? How it's not as convincing yeah. as the Yowie?
0: The Yowie's definitely real. Oh, 100%. I think... I don't know, but, like, why would these people say that they'd seen that?
1: I know, but I don't know. (laughs) My thing is, is it because there's so many different descriptions and because – It's
0: a bit harder to buy into.
1: Yeah, and then there's all these – I think all of those theories to me ring true in different ways. Mm -hmm. Like, definitely 100% these, like, extinct creatures.
0: Indigenous people definitely would have – yeah. come across those fucking huge wombats and exactly. platter pie and big diprotodonts.
1: And so is that story pass being passed that down in oral history, creating this yeah. fear of these areas?
0: And then they kind of call things bunyips when they see a scary cassowary or a seal out of context. Yeah. But I don't know because I like the stories that are passed along and I don't want to be like, well, that's like, it. Those like, like those researchers didn't want to – shit all over those
1: stories no 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 with logic but the bunyip is a weird one anyway because it kind of it it doesn't really have like a full proper story that has been reported on which it may very well have like i said everything's oral history so we may just not know it Mm. but even the term bunyip isn't used by every aboriginal group Mm. which is also again pretty normal because they have there's different languages obviously um but there's kind of a creature in the vibe of it in all the groups but then it's like maybe in the you know top end of queensland it is the cassowary yeah or maybe it's not the cassowary or maybe it's a version of the cassowary that's now extinct or yeah it's very hard to determine with that stuff
0: and honestly they just sound when you were describing them to me my brain couldn't even put that together yeah because it was just literally like pointing at Throwing a pen at a room full of animals yeah. and picking
1: a feature yeah, exactly. from each thing
0: that you hit.
1: I know. It's like you'd have to draw it bit by bit yeah. and then just hope that it came together.
0: And it almost sounds, although scary, yeah, it's almost a bit silly. Whereas yeah. the yaoi was grounded in it having the same description everywhere of being an overgrown man with backwards feet and yes. long arms and yes. hairy and no neck. I'm not saying anything about the penis, but because it was, I don't know, I just felt it was more believable. No,
1: I 100% agree. I think that the Yowie, the consistency of sightings, and also that the sightings kind of continued beyond the 1800s into the 70s and all of this stuff Mm. was like, okay, well, I can see how this would potentially be real because why are all these people reporting the same thing? Whereas the fact that no one can seem to sit on a real this is what yeah a bunyip. but then do you say that the bunyip like they said is describing a bunch of different yeah, creatures it's and that, that maybe, umbrella term maybe it's not a species like yaoi is meant to have descended from an actual human species or mm-hmm. a human sort humanoid of humanoid species so is the bunyip just a term for weird water creatures yeah that do exist. That do exist. And because
0: the most recent example you had was 2016, but then before that it was all, like, old-timey. Yeah, the latest thing was like, the 20s. Like you're saying, it's really consistent Yeah, throughout time. This is like, you know, if you saw a seal now. Yeah. But if you saw a seal, like you were saying, and you lived in the outback, you'd never seen a seal. Yeah. And it was 1800, you'd be like, what is that cursed creature? Yeah. But now you'd be like, oh, a seal in the outback. Yeah. Like, good.
1: You'd be like, that's weird. but cool. It's out of
0: context, but that's what seals do. And yeah. then you just move on with your life. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why there haven't been reports because it's just a seal out of context.
1: Well, another thing that I thought or a was. Cassowary. Like a lot of indigenous Dreamtime stories are centered around spiritual mm. creatures as opposed to physical creatures. Yeah. So it's like. Could the bunyip be a spiritual creature? Yeah. Which would then allow for these discrepancies because, you know, maybe it takes on different forms. And it's or more
0: subjective to whoever is like
1: seeing it, having the experience. Yeah. That's maybe. fucking creepy. Now I've scared myself yeah. again.
0: Now we're not leaving this room. I like that we had excused
1: it away. And now I'm like, oh, <laughs> and oh <now> shit. I'm <laughs> never going come to come to you at any time. Um, I wanted to tell you a scary story at the end. No. Because <laughs> when I was researching, I found like I kind of went off on a tangent of other Indigenous stories and creatures. And I think I mentioned this one in the Yowie episode, but I never actually read what it did. Mm-hmm. So, the the Uh is this other creature. I'm going to read this straight. So, they're said to live in fig trees. And instead of hunting for food, it's described as waiting for an unsuspecting traveller to rest under the tree. Mm -hmm. The creature then drops down and uses its suckers to drain the victim's blood. Oh, my God. After that, it swallows the person. Drinks some water. Oh. Takes a nap. (laughs) When it wakes up, it regurgitates the victim, (gasps) leaving them shorter than before. (laughs) The victim's skin also has a reddish tint to it that it didn't have before. It repeats the process several times. At length, the victim is transformed into a yaramayahu themselves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh Isn't my god! Fucked? I hate that. It's like a drop bear, but
1: I know because I read that. I was like, oh my god, it's a drop bear, and then I was like, no, the That's things have taken a, a turn. demon with suckers. Now it's sucking you into its body and then regurgitating and it you keeps multiple vomiting times, vomiting you and
0: eating you and vomiting you and eating you until you become it. What is that? That is the fucking. Who
1: came up with that? That is fucked. Well. The spiritual land of Australia oh. came up with it. That's who came up with it.
0: I don't like it. I hate
1: it. I'm never going near a fig tree again. Never. Hell. Cross that off the list. <laughs> Done. Along with
0: Point sienna tree. Water. Water.
1: Any water. Any body of water in Australia. Um.
0: Yeah. No billabongs at one a.m. No. Don't walk past. There's one
1: thing we've learned is don't go to the billabong at one a.m. Don't guys. go out at night at all. Ever.
0: Um, stay in your house if you especially if you live in the
1: bush just never leave your house yeah nothing good out there nothing good
0: (laughs) that was really interesting thanks very informative yeah
1: informative mail hour informative mail hour
0: um
1: but yeah it's pretty late so bye bye